Welcome back to the Impact Secret Podcast Show. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast Show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Those claps for you, baby. Much love. Thank you again for joining. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and personal development. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, that just simply means Ed. Now, sit back, relax, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell you. Today's episode is entitled... What does entrepreneurship mean to you? What does entrepreneurship mean to you? Three of the impact secret points I want you to get out of today's show is risk tolerance, problem solver, passion, and I even have a bonus for you. Mindset. Let's get into the show. So according to uh, Investopedia, An entrepreneur is an individual who creates a new business, bearing most of the risk and enjoying most of the rewards. The entrepreneur is commonly seen as a innovator, a source of new ideas, goods, service, businesses or procedure. He uh, the word entrepreneur comes from the French verb entrepreneur. I may have said that wrong, so excuse me, but basically meaning to undertake. I like what uh, Merriman uh, Webster says, according to Merriman Webster, uh, an entrepreneur is one who organizes, manages and assumes the risk of a business or uh, enterprise. One day I got a knock at my door. My friend said, hey, what are you doing? I said, "Uh, just playing some video games and chilling. What's up? You know what, man? Um, I want to go make some money. I said, you know, I'm always about that. This opportunity. And I'll keep in mind, family, I am only at the age, I think, between 10 or 12. I, I, I don't know the exact age. So we decided to go. We started on this journey. And the journey which led us to this was my very first entrepreneur opportunity uh, that I had. And we went knocking on doors. And so that's why it's funny, because the framing of being rejected as a little kid, you think it would have made me feel any different about you know, like, cause you're, you're, you're young and you don't really know no better. You're just like, Oh, so no. Okay, cool. Like it just, it's nothing. You just, you just move on or you're so persistent to the point where you don't understand what no means. And I think we have to get back to that point. But as my friend and I, we were walking and knocking on doors, we were asking them for an opportunity to actually rake their leaves. And what occurred was what I noticed is when we would knock on the door and ask for for leads because we didn't know our value of how much we should be charging for the services that we were providing. We allowed the customer to dictate how much they were going to pay us. That was a good lesson right there for us because it taught us 
during that time that because we're little kids in a sense of we're not adults, that they could take advantage of the situation. And even if the work was just halfway good, at least they got the majority, the heavy lifting out the way message. And so um, knocking on all these doors, we got a couple opportunities to rake some leaves. And let me tell you something about raking leaves. First of all, the raking the leaves aspect is not as hard and I don't even want to use the word hard, but being able to put yourself in a position where now you're picking up all the leaves, that is what takes the longest to me because of the fact that if it depends on the weather condition, if it's not, you know, if you don't have any wind or anything like that, but just picking up the leaves and putting them in there and you're just like, oh my God, when is this going to end? And you just, you got all these different piles everywhere. So anyway, my friend and I, we, all we had was rakes and boom, we just, we would rake up, we would rake up the front yard and bag up the leaves. And that was simple, simplest day. And as we continue to we go to various houses and, and, and continue to make money and we weren't even charging much. I think we were charging like $10, five or $10. And, and we'll be happy if somebody tipped us. So I know I think it was about $10 cause we would get five a piece. And it was just like, and now when I look back on that and I'm thinking like, man, that really wasn't, that really wasn't much money for the time and effort it required because sometimes you can get stuck on depends how big the yard is number one and so those are the things we didn't know like okay this yard is about this size we should be charging x amount and we should have based our price off of what again the size of the yard is and because you got to think about the supplies that comes with that like so again all of these things you don't, we didn't learn. You didn't, you didn't know what to really charge because you you got to think about your cost of the 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 leave bags, and we really didn't have to carry them anywhere because we could just set them in the front yard or just have the customer put it wherever they wanted to to put it until the to the garbage people came. Um, but it was still we had to pay for the bags. So that was that was our our cost. We didn't have any cars, so we was on foot. So there was no gas or anything like that. Uh, we both had rakes from our house, so we that we took. So everything we had, everything we needed. Oh, we did have garbage bags because <laughs> we both took them from the house. So we we use we didn't use an excuse that we didn't have one of the resources that are required, I believe, to be an entrepreneur. Um, we didn't use the excuse that we didn't have the money. We looked around the house and seen what we already had. And that's kind of what started me on the whole journey of selling on eBay and Macari and, Posh, and Poshmark is the fact of I started with what I had. And what I had is these items that I wasn't using and they still have value. So I started selling those items. But one of the things as you're understanding entrepreneurship is 
the learning opportunities. I addressed a couple of them there, but one of the learning opportunities that I had as far as the obstacles that you you have an opportunity to run into. You, you hear the key word I say you have an opportunity to run into. And one of the opportunities that I that I had an opportunity to learn from as far as obstacles is uh, when you are when you are selling on various e-commerce platforms like you know like eBay, Macari, or Posh, the seller has the I mean, excuse me the buyer has an opportunity to send you a price and then it turns into a negotiation type back and forth and if you know anything about negotiation if I have a product for 30 bucks I may just come in as a buyer and offer you 10 and and then just really to get to my price of maybe I, I only really want to pay $20 for it and that's one of the things that I just I don't like but with that obstacle it came another opportunity for me to learn how do you combat that and so I started first of all doing research on the items that I was pricing and number two if you if you sent me a low ball offer you just automatically got rejected because again you can put that when you're actually creating the description of the product I mean what you know what you're actually selling you can put that in there and just going just just selling on eBay and I still do but selling on there I finding products that's going to sell is sometimes one of those things where it, it would be funny like I would have I could have a new item and I could have a used item as far as clothing and the used item would sell faster than the new item with tags and everything. And I was like, I don't get this. This is so confusing to me. Why wouldn't somebody want a new item that's never been worn? There's no, nothing, you know, nothing is wrong with the item. And when I say nothing is wrong, meaning it's never been worn versus you would rather have this used item. And I thought to myself, I mean, and I started again. Anytime I don't understand something or there's a problem or I start right away going to research mode and it's trying to understand like, hey, why, why do people want to, you know, accept a used item? And what I found out is, is that psychologically people think, well, hey, if it still looks, you know, looks, looks good. I rather just I'm getting a discount by buying this particular used item versus a new item. The value there, yeah, is value seen there, but that to them it may it really doesn't make any difference because I'm still getting the item that I want at again at a discounted rate. So that's that's when you know when you, when you think of entrepreneurship, a lot of people make make you nervous not wanting to go into it because they talk about the the obstacles they talk about the sacrifices that right there alone the sacrifices when you think about the sacrifices that you have to make as far as your family time you know spending time with your friends sometimes hell even spending time with yourself uh, because you are constantly finding ways and looking at and looking at your business to 
make it better to find find ways to dis, disrupt whatever industry that you're in or that you want to go into you have to constantly be you know evolving yourself in your business that's why i think you have to have a risk tolerance to the areas in your life with regards to relationship with regards to your relationship and relationship can be family relationship with money relationship with time um, relationship with creating habits in which it keep you focused because it's 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 challenging when you uh, are just focusing on your thing like me when the last dance came out um the, the i say the documentary about the chicago bulls and or whatnot when you see somebody that you can relate to that's why i loved that's why kobe is one of my favorite players because i could relate to that obsessionist i mean being obsessed like literally being so obsessed that I'm literally getting super excited about the things I'm learning and then I'm going out to test them. You hear what I said? I'll slow it down because maybe you missed it. I said I get excited about learning those new things and then going out to be able to test it and uh, apply what I learned. And reason why I related with, you know, a, a Jordan and a Kobe, because I would just I, I could just sit in my room and just learn and apply, keep trying different things and understanding different te techniques and tactics. Well, excuse me, strategies and tactics to improve on what I'm what I'm providing as a service. And because of that, people, some people shy away from from wanting to jump into the entrepreneur realm because of the commitment that is required not the interest because everybody is probably interested in being a entrepreneur i guarantee you and i thought I, i've thought about this and i said if somebody was to walk up to you and i i i, I plan on mark my word um as as we continue to grow as i continue to turn this this show into a brand as i continue to turn this this company and to be more brand recognized i'm going i want to get to a point where when i'm speaking at events that i can ask some i, I can ask out to the audience and say who has their goals written down and on them right now of what they plan to to achieve because see i used to carry uh, a note card. Well, I still got it. A note card in my wallet of everything that I wanted out of life and I needed out of life. And I would have my goals written down there. And I always said, man, it, what if somebody came up to you, family? And I mean, you're in the audience and they said, look, I'm going to, who has their goals in their pocket? And let's say five people and let's say it's a small audience. Let's say you're speaking to 100 people. And uh, let's say 10 people raise their hands up. You say, come up on the stage. So everybody, those 10 people come up on the stage. You say, so you, all you guys have your goals, right? Okay. Um, pull them out and let me, and, and you, I want everyone to read at least two of their goals. And you just go down the line. And then you tell them afterwards, because you were proactive in taking the 
the necessary steps to write down your goals, to write down what you really want and need out of life. And it's transparent. I'm going to invest, you know, 20,000 in each one of you guys towards your business or whatever the, the goals that one of your goals that you're trying to accomplish. What if somebody did that? What would you do with twenty thousand dollars? That's a good question, is it? Like, would you go and pay off debt? Would you go and put it into your company to invest in uh, scaling it? What would you do? So I think about those things because I say that because of the laser focus that you have to have um, and being able to know, have an idea what you want. Because a lot of people say it's just it's, it's also like the whole thing of when you get out of high school, you know, you need to know what you want to do. No, you don't. No, you don't. You have to have an ideal of say, hey, I would like to let me go try this out. Let me go try that out. We get so we get so caught up in a box that we real that in this box, we're told this is how we're supposed to achieve certain things. Again, whoever thought that people could be making millions, not millions of dollars off of podcasting, off of YouTube, off of Twitch, all these different plat. Who would ever thought that when you, you would see somebody playing video games all day and you're like, why don't you go get a job or go, you know, create a business or something. And next thing you know, this person is actually on, on a YouTube or on Twitch, making millions of dollars doing something he was already doing all day and filming himself. And it, I mean, you really don't even, I mean, just, just a mat who like, could you have thought that could have happened in these days and times. So, you know, when you are working on your on your your goals and, and visions for entrepreneurship or just life in general, but we're talking about entrepreneurship, that laser focus is definitely something you have to look at. Now, let's transition into something where I think there's been a lot of conversation about it and I've fought with it myself because I'm in this category. And because I'm in this category, uh, I think maybe because I fight for it a little bit harder, but it is about. So the question is or the battle is, is, is that a true entrepreneur if he or she works a full time job? And my answer is yes. Do you have a a business with an LLC or S Corp or C Corp or. Yeah, Okay. well. You're an entrepreneur. What is your full or part time entrepreneur? That can be up for to for debate because I don't I don't know what a part time entrepreneur is. I, I think if you have an, a business, a, you know, a form, a certification of formation, uh, then I don't think you are a part time entrepreneur because of an email or a call come in. And you're you, you work a full time job. You have to figure out how to navigate between the two of what you're doing. And and if you're not an and if you're not in that area of. Of like you don't have a business, but let's say you have a side hustle, your side hustle may be. Um, hey, going back to my eBay example, eBay or selling on Amazon or or selling, you know, on a, you created a Shopify store or whatnot. And it was just a passion project in which 
maybe you made lotion and people started really loving your lotion and it just took off and it was making more money than what you were making at your full-time job and yeah you still could do both and you had to make you had to make a decision do I still want to do both and or do I and if I do then maybe I need to hire some people so I can you know still be able to do both because I enjoy the work that I do for whatever particular job I'm at and that's one of the things that I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with of of when you when when you're making more money in the your entrepreneurship realm of your business versus what you're doing at your day to day job, the decision is do I leave that job and really become just be and just be all in and focus on the uh, the entrepreneur opportunity I created, or do I actually uh, move forward and just continue to work both. So those are the challenges, which are great uh, challenges to have. And, the, you know, you ask yourself, do I if I do take the leap and, and, and do it, you know, will I be successful? That's one thing I love about, you know, uh, being in this entrepreneur realm is that you don't know. But what this pandemic has taught us is that you're not even safe. You're not safe at a job versus being, having your own business, because at a job, if if this pandemic picks up again and, and something you get laid off because of budgetary reasons, what do you have? So that's why I think in these days and time is imperative. It's important. If you don't do anything else, start a side hustle first, start a side hustle and then start creating a business. Do something that you enjoy doing and find a way to monetize it. Because if you don't do that, I just, I mean, I just don't see how in, in this, in the world we're in right now, one job is just not going to get, just having a job is not going to get it anymore. It's, it's just not. I'm sorry, family. I mean, I wish I could say that. I mean, I, 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 I'll constantly, because the, in the era that I grew up, like I was literally in the middle, like internet wasn't available um, when I was uh, little compared to like my brother where he, you know, when he was more internet and everything was popping. But the thing about what I'm trying to say is I, I got true examples. I watched my parents go work at the factory job and it was a schedule and I felt, you know, they never communicated it to me, but I felt that they were living for the weekends. And that just was like, I had got nervous because I was like, man, that is not a lifestyle I want to live where I'm living. I'm, I'm living to be able to enjoy, you know, really a day and a half off. And I say a day and a half because on Sunday, you got to get ready for next week. You start preparing and you start thinking, you start getting anxiety. That is if you don't like what you do. Now, if you enjoy what you do, it, you know, the week, it, you don't have those thoughts. You don't have the, that, that type of anxiety. But if you're somebody that, hey, you know, I really want to take a chance and invest in myself and I don't have the, the financial resource, well, then this is where you have a, the first opportunity to become 
stepping to the the these footsteps of entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is about solving problems. It's that's truly what it is about is solving problems. And one of the things that uh, I, I I was doing, and I'm I'm now that I have when I was doing the research for this, I was having an aha moment when I was like, oh, I got to get back to that. And that is, and I forgot it was all it was um. I forgot where I got it from. I think his name is Jay. He wrote a book and I didn't even have, I don't even have the book handy by me right now, but um, he said, as I I think I recall, he said, write down three problems every day. Like for instance, my dog, and if you steal this idea, I want my management fee of 25%. No, I'm just playing. It's all good. I mean, there's so many ideas out there. My dog has a tendency where there's blinds on the window where he wants to jump up on the blinds because he needs to go outside, go to the bathroom, which is great. Hey, he's letting me know, hey, hey, dad, it's about that time. Um, I don't know what I do. I need to bark at you, let you know, hey, I got to hit this bathroom real quick. And it's funny, but it's frustrating at the same time because he tears up the blinds. And so I was like, man, there has to be something that I can do so he doesn't tear up the blinds. And I started doing research and then I said, oh, well, okay, somebody has blinds already inside the window pane. I was like, but what if I didn't want that? What if I still wanted the the blinds to, you know, to be on the exterior? So just started doing research for... Uh, things you can put on the blinds and maybe even create it. Who knows? But the point I'm trying to drive, family, everything that you deal with from day to day, you should start writing down three problems that, you know, that that you see needs to be solved, because that's all what an entrepreneur does is solve problems. Just like when you watch these businesses that these brick and uh, mortar, brick and mortar, uh, mortar businesses that. Uh, they had more of the restaurant, I mean, the restaurant style of business, and they were really hesitant to go to the to the through the drive through aspect. And I and I don't know why I wonder. I'm, I don't know if they they thought that may, would make them look cheap or I, who knows? Maybe one day I can sit down with a restaurant owner who converted to or open that aspect up as a drive, not a drive through, but, you know, being able to pick up your food, because when you think about it. It, it would actually be a cost saving because for, you would be able to offer that really great product as far as, you know, the food and you don't have to deal with the the having all of these people in the, in, you know, in the restaurant, which could possibly if some, one of them has covid or whatever it may be getting your employee sick. So. And then you allow the employee to really focus and to to focus on providing the best service possible because you want to have what I what is it called repeat business. So some of those some of those businesses didn't adapt. They didn't put a drive through in place. They didn't adapt to this is the problem. We can't have people in the restaurant. How do we solve it? Huh? Do we go with a, a, a DoorDash or Uber Eats or do we create our own? 
and create it, you know, and create an app or create and or create a a influx of of trying to drive traffic. And some of them got it. Some of them said, OK, this is what I want to do. There's actually a restaurant that I, I that I go to as a small, a little, you know, more family oriented restaurant. And I told him, I said, hey, let me work with you. And uh, so if and this was even before the pandemic, I was asking, I said, who does your marketing? Um, what are you doing to let customers know the specials and deals that you're going in? He was like, oh, I got my cousin. I said, is he is he you know, are you guys collecting emails or what are you? Oh, no. And so I just left it alone. Be, but one of the things these businesses should be doing is and oh, I'll tell you who did it so well. It was uh, BJ's. I don't know if you if wherever you guys are listening. But so BJ's is more or less. It's like a pub. Uh, I, I say like they're really known for their beer and pizza. And BJ's was so they they did it. So so <laughs> it was slick because they sent emails and say, hey, we're having 50 percent off our pizzas. Now, their pizzas probably run uh, anywhere from 10 to about $30 depends on the size. And they're like, we're having 50% off. Uh, and they will send you an email maybe, you know, two or three times a week. And in the back of your mind, you kind of process that in a way of saying, Oh, okay, well I'll just, now I know if I get hungry, I can go to BJ's. They got this 50% off deal and I can take advantage of it. And the point I'm trying to say your email list is extremely important when you are an entrepreneur because you have to let the people know you have to market. Why does Coca-Cola market so strong and it's one of the most named brand products in the world and they market like it's day one. And I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs we have to make sure we focus on is is ensuring that we market as well as a, a an entrepreneur. But Again, you have to understand what does entrepreneurship mean to mean to you. So in closing family, I just want you guys to understand their the whole mindset to being an entrepreneur is knowing that you really are an entrepreneur. It's just how you look at it. When you go to that job, you really are an entrepreneur because you are a business yourself. And if you think about it, when someone hires a business for, you know, hires a business, they pay them a, a, a fee or a service. So you have to, if you if you work a full time job, you need to think of yourself as a business, as a service. There is no loyalty there because of the fact of unless you have an organization that is loyal to you. And how loyalty is tested is, and is, is in tough times, not in great times, not in the employee of the month, not in, you know, oh, we're going to bring it. We're going to have, you know, food brought in. That's not loyalty. Loyalty is we are, we are in a pandemic. We are in a in a situation that is unreal and unrealistic. Will you still be able to employ me? So. Again, family, think of yourself as a business, operate like a business, a business wouldn't if if you if you didn't like what was going on and you made effort, effort, effort to try to change it. Why would you continue to do services with with that organization? 
you wouldn't. You would look for different customers and be in your case, you would just put your resume out and look for another job opportunity. But that, again, there's a whole nother conversation. So family, I'll leave it at that and just saying if, if, if whatever entrepreneurship means to you, I would love to hear. What do you think entrepreneurship means? Text me. Let's talk. Let's chop it up. 251-325-5576. Again, 251-325-5576. We are about eight shows away from hitting that 100 mark. I'm excited. 100 100 episodes, family. If you're still listening, uh, I'm really appreciative of, of you guys sticking with me as long as you have. Uh, we're going to continue to get better. We're going to continue to find ways to improve, you know, the audio, the we're also going to start shooting. I mean, shooting the this on video as well. So I'll be creating um, either putting it on my existing YouTube channel or creating a whole new channel just for this that's dedicated to the show where you're going to get audio and visual of me. So. I guess I'm gonna to have to make sure that no, nah, I'm just playing. I'm I'm good. So we'll be we'll be be on the lookout for that. Uh, what else? Oh, a giveaway uh, that will be coming up soon. So I'll let you guys know as I get more details on that and kind of how do I want to do it. Um, I have a couple things. If you have some ideas of some good giveaway prizes that may in, in, interest you, hey, let, let me know. Two five one. Three two five 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 seven six. Again, I've talked as long as I could or I should have. I am your humble host, ED. Until next time.